bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we're talking about the week in reality to me. I'm wondering why we are even doing a podcast today. <laughs> uh, I really just my heart's not in it. I have not looked at the news. <laughs> All I've done is watch the Big Brother live feeds. Right. Big Brother's not going the way I want it to. No. The finale's on September 25th. So that's... Ooh, there's so much more to go. I know. That's on... Honestly, it's it's August, like, 20th. It's the, a month away. So it's basically four more weeks. This is why I remembered... I hate competition reality shows. Mm-hmm. And I forgot. <laughs> I forgot this was that. I stopped watching American Idol. I stopped watching The Best, which was the Simon Cowell. What was that called? Oh, oh X Factor. X Factor. Because the bottom line is I get attached mm-hmm. to some dumb, ugly tool and then they don't, <laughs> they get kicked off. And I'm just right. like, why, why, why? This isn't fair. This is wrong. It's rigged. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's happening to me on Big Brother. Yes. It's happening to us. It's not happening. I don't know what happened. It's, it's happening to us. Yes. And it's, we don't even care who. We like a power shift. We don't care. We like to hate you, then love you, then hate you, then love you, then hate you, then love you. Yeah, and that's the best part. The minute you get kicked off, we're in love with you that time right. because you're the underdog. We yeah. need the power to constantly shift, 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 right. shift, shift. And it needs to shift in fair ways. Yes. And if the producers are going to rig it, they need to rig it fairly so that it goes with the way life is supposed to go. Right. Losers are not supposed to win. And lame. Yeah. And huge assholes. Yeah. Alpha People male. who say N word should not be winning anything. No. Abusive ass racist assholes Ugh. who come from money, whose parents get to call up CBS. Ugh. How are you not kicking them off? Yep. And, uh, Richie, I know you're listening. I know you don't like Christy. <laughs> we I don't even know that we like Christy. We like the two gay people on the show. Right. And I just haven't looked at the news, meow, meow. And you know, you've you've done so many productive things and called me and I've been um, I've laid on the couch, haven't showered. I smell myself and I've been only watching live feeds of other people laying around. Well, to be in, in defense of you. Yes. The productive things I've done have nothing to do with politics or the news. So it doesn't really. But they do involve walking and cleaning yourself. And leaving the house. These people are in their, well, the Big Brother house. And they're like, I can't leave. I just feel so trapped. And I'm like, me too. I haven't left either. <laughs> I'm like, why am I laying around like them? It's like when you're you're weirdly, you don't understand that you're weirdly handicapped because some your spiritual 
connective tissue is handicapped and you're like right why am i depressed you don't know that you, the person you're connected to is depressed i don't know it's like i'm so connected to these people that i'm like i should leave the all the curtains closed and the blinds shut and pretend that i can't go outside too <laughs> <laughs> i'm not allowed outside they'll do anything to walk outdoors right and even look at the news and i'm like nope can't put on the news i just can't right now i can't i can't put on the news well i haven't been putting on the news either i've been the news i haven't been putting news, on the news i've the been news. putting on the news either <laughs> because i've been f- fully and utterly f- obsessed with p- getting the new place together <laughs> now we did get some pictures for the drug den bulletin board Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Warhoftig sent us our pick. We met her at DC. And now Jennifer Warhoftig, she was good in the camps. Is Warhoftig <laughs> a German name? I don't know. It sounds like it though, doesn't it? Um, Warhoftig. I thought she was Jewish for some reason. Oh, maybe she's. I don't know. Better. Jennifer, sorry. I don't know. We're we're mislabeling you. We're pigeonholing you <laughs> as white privilege, and we did get that vibe. I'm we, sorry if I misgender you. Jennifer she's getting married. Oh. She's on the oh, cusp of her right. happiness. That's right. And we're she. I love her so much. So she sent us our picture from D.C. Mm. Not the best picture of us, Jennifer, but that's fine. <laughs> you look great. Now we're waiting for her to get married and get miserable. We can't <laughs> wait for that. She's happy now. <laughs> but we love her so much. So should we do, ma'am, ma'am, we've been considering with our esteemed digital artist jennifer johnson we're considering having jj make us uh it was her idea to make us a virtual drug den bulletin board on our website oh that's cool yeah i like that julie and brandy is that what it is julie and brandy drug den bulletin board julianbrandy.com oh you mean the website the website (laughs) yes that is correct so she would add another page and then you guys would submit your photo so this is a perfect example because jennifer she sent a picture of her with us. Now, we already have her on the bulletin board. Mm-hmm. Um, it's her and her sister mm-hmm. out to a nice, fancy white privilege dinner. They <laughs> yeah. seem so rich. Just meeting her, I was like, she's rich. And I'm so into it. Uh-huh. I'm so into it. Um, so, but this, you could either, if you've never met us or whatever, you could submit your picture on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could submit a picture that if you'd met us at a show and you, right. we were with you in the photo. Right. You know what I mean? So right. we met a ton so of people that, at shows. Right. And that way that goes on to the virtual bulletin board. Right. So we would do like a thing. Jennifer would make it um, not Jennifer Warhoftig, Jennifer Johnson, where you would you could just upload your photo and be like, this is me and Julian Brandy in D.C. That's or fun. in Austin. Mm-hmm. Or if not, you'd say, um, this is me at my house. I live in Ohio or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'd say the city and state you're from. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you then it become this whole page of all the pics of everyone. Yeah, that's fun. And I want that because every time I look at Shannon Sanders and Fox, mm-hmm. I need everyone to see her sexy baby <laughs> and her. But they don't. Right. So then she could decide, I'm not going to put my child on their right. stupid pedophile bulletin board. Right, right. So, but right. we would want her to. Yes. So because we see these photos, but no one else does. Yeah, it would be nice for everyone to be able to see each other. Too. Yeah. And because we always talk about it. And so yeah. you could redo it. And it's like Carrie and the strawberry baby. Right. And all. And it's like, OK, so if you guys want to, we could. Jennifer Johnson's whole thing was like Sarah Silverman did it. And then we went to look it up and I was like, she had taken it down. And we're like, uh, <laughs> maybe it's a stupid idea now. Or maybe it's like, uh, like, I don't know, uh, dangerous. Like people are mad or I don't even know why. Jen- why Sarah Silverman would have taken it down. I don't know. I don't know how you could. I mean, anything can go wrong. Yeah, Maybe she was just like, I'm just tired of maintaining this website. Maybe. And yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe she was getting trolled. 
Yeah, yeah. But we want to do it because we want you guys to see everyone that we love. Yeah. And it shouldn't just be us on drugs looking at the pics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys can be on drugs and looking at yourself. Exactly. So that's an idea. I like it. And I don't know how people are going to tell us. They can go on our website and check it out and see if um, they think it's something they want to do. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to um, www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics <laughs> and you can leave us a message there. And while you're there, you can sign up for the Patreon podcast. It's just a dollar a podcast. Or if you want two one-hour extra podcasts, you can pay $2. Yeah. It's a deal that cannot be beaten. $1 a week or $2 a week for two podcasts. Correct. Now, we got some major fucking goals, goals, goals. And listen, I'm not even Instagram um, lingo (laughs) tight right now. But I know hashtag goals, hashtag squad. Uh Uh-huh. These two guys sent us a postcard probably two weeks ago. Yep. And we just put it to the side. We said, let's save these handsomes mm-hmm. for when we have the time. Mm-hmm. It's Ricky Davis Johnson. Okay. <laughs> Read the back memo out and then let me set the stage. Okay. Uh, here's one for the drug den. My husband Jim is in front and one of our dogs, Captain, is chilling in my lap. He's more my dog because he's an asshole. This was taken on our balcony in Atlanta after a long day. So naturally, alcohol was involved. Thank you so much for being part of our lives. XOXO, Ricky Davis Johnson. Okay. <laughs> Let me set the scene. Number one, the guys are so good looking. Yeah. They are both in sunglasses, which mm-hmm. I live. And yes. it, it is daytime. It does look like the magic hour, like a sunset. Yeah. Yeah. They look so comfortable. How comfortable do they look? Their couch on their fucking balcony yeah. is more comfortable than our couches in our homes combined. Oh, yeah. I mean. They're drinking rosé at sunset. <laughs> their dog's name is Captain. Yeah. Why don't you name your dog President Truman? Like, you named your dog Captain. There's only a few names for leaders, and that's one of them. I kind of dig at that now. I think if I had a fleet of dogs, it'd be like Captain, Lieutenant, yeah. Colonel, private the dog is smiling with a picture perfect black lip (laughs) smile it's a pomeranian mix with black outlined lips in the smile of heaven yeah the dog is smiling yeah they're smiling so cute they're in sunglasses (laughs) they're holding rose they're on a balcony with the whole entire city of atlanta so meow meow remember one from housewives claudia jordan she moved to atlanta and she was in that high rise, like really chic apartment. But they all judge because they're just like, because if you don't live in a house, yeah, if like you're not a mansion, in Buckhead, then uh-huh. you're just not living. Right. And she's in a full high rise. I literally think they're in that building. And I oh thought, my God, I thought Kenya Moore might have even lived in it one wow. at one point, but maybe not. But they're just living it up. And I don't even know why two people as good looking as this and as affluent and goalsy as this would want to <laughs> listen to this podcast. But it's heaven. The dog is heaven. Captain is heaven. Ricky Davis Johnson is heaven. I keep wanting to say it's Ricky Davis Jr. (laughs) It's Sammy Davis Jr. Johnson. (laughs) And what was the boyfriend's name? Did he say? Oh, Jim. It's not boyfriend. It's husband. It's husband. Don't judge them. You know what, you guys? Boyfriends are sexier. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer will find out. Jennifer Warhoftig. But so it's Jim and Ricky. I feel like I can kind of see Ricky's dick. Do a do oh, a look do see. a look see Ricky's dick's kind of poking up. That's the front one. Nope, he's the oh, back this one. one. There oh, it see. is. But I feel his dick sticking up out of the thing. Does he have a chubby or does he have a, does he have his dick doing something? 
Uh, Look at Meow Meow. She knows dick stuff so well. <laughs> She's like, no, only dicks, from afar. Well, actually, that might be his cell phone. Because then I can kind of see it in Jim's pants, too. I think it's their phones. Or it's like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's something in their pockets. Either way, they're both tan and sexy and happy and living. And, and they're just. Yeah, it's an amazing. It's it's, it is goals. It looks so comfortable. So awesome. They look amazing. You want to just be there. I want to be on the other side of that. You want to be on the other side of that table, just hanging out, <laughs> drinking. Maybe I'll pass out on that balcony. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I maybe I won't. Maybe we're going out later. Maybe we're not. I know that there is. It's so maybe we there. live next door. Maybe we and do. We just pop over. Yeah, we can just drink pop all over. their whispering angel. Yeah, and then we can get drunk and just pass out. Or maybe we're gonna go back to the balcony and. Ra- I don't know. Just it's so knows? great, you guys. And the minute we got it in the mail, I've been obsessed with you. I taped it to the side of the bookshelf yes. to talk about it. Yep. It's going in the middle. I'm taking down <laughs> me and Obama. To put you guys, because this is a large postcard. Mm-hmm. Me and Obama are coming down to go right in the middle. And like, because I love it so, so much. I'm going to do a serial killer thing where I, I'm going to make a copy of that. <laughs> and I'm going to put our faces on their faces. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Or us. I'm going to add. Like yeah. You look like Ricky. I look like Jim. <laughs> yeah. I'm going <laughs> to add us to that picture. I'm going to Photoshop us in. Yeah. You know I, or yeah, I mean? we're there lurking in the distance. Like, let's be in the bushes out of in Atlanta somewhere here in the balcony. We're flying. Or have us flying up here. Okay. The yeah. picture is so great. And this is why we need the virtual virtual bulletin board because it's mm. no one can understand how dope it is. And how, we love you guys. It made me so happy and it has for two weeks. And I'm excited to finally label it and put it on up. Captain will be labeled too. Mm-hmm. So then our last one, Meow Meow. Was from Christy Coke. I want I you mean. to know that I had a friend named <laughs> Courtney Coke in college. Oh. And when I saw that Christy Coke had like subscribed to the Patreon, I was like, is that Courtney Coke? <laughs> Her brother's name is Brandon Coke and he's older than us. Wow. Um, she's in my sorority. Um, I always think about Courtney and I think she's probably married now. Her name's not Courtney Coke anymore. But um, Brandon still is Brandon Coke. And but this is Christy. What a we've name. Had, we've had a lot of Christies enter into our life lately. We have Christy from Big Brother. Yep. We have Christy, who's our new producer that right. we love. Yes. Um, she's also an alliteration, CC. We will not give you Christy, our new producer's last name, because we don't need the bitch getting trolled. Right. But we love her. And I just think there's something in the universe happening with Christie's, Mimia. Do you? Well, maybe that Christy will will come or oh no, I guess she can't now. I know. But it's so sad. But you know what? Maybe there's something we just don't know about yet. And that there's something about Christy. We don't know what it is yet, but it's something. It's something for us in the universe. And so I saw that Christy Coke, she um, signed up for the Patreon. She's a $2 subscriber. And we just got a picture of her and her daughter. And she sent us a letter. Meow, meow. She sure did. Here's the letter. Holy shit balls, you guys. I'm so glad I found your podcasts. They are everything. My daughter and I loved you guys on the people's couch. Just to be as cliched as everyone else that writes in, my daughter turned 18 this year. And and when we first started watching people's couch together, I was pre-watching the show and would fast forward through the mature topics. I didn't want to have to explain like visual commentary involving the word dildo, LOL. But now my daughter is 18 and out And I am so proud of her. And it is so cool that we watched your show together before she came out. And you were the best role models by just being you, being you. And as a parent, I am so glad she had that. Mm. That's cool. That's nice. Yeah. 
that all we had to do was be our disgusting selves. Yeah, we were just... And we were an amazing role model. Did you ever think one time while we were doing People's Couch that young, impressionable people were watching it and were like, I think I'm gay? I never thought it one single time in my life. No, I never did think that. I didn't even think that. No, I never thought that. I never even thought someone would be like, that's a cool candle. I, I never, <laughs> or I want Cheez-Its. I never thought anything we were doing no. penetrated on any level like that. No, I didn't either. I really didn't. I mean. Which is weird because you know me. I walk around and I'll make intense smoldering eye contact with a small baby mm -hmm. and then i'll look at you and be and we'll hold the eye contact me and the baby and then i'll be like that kid isn't gonna know why they love like an 80s type <laughs> older hooker looking lady they'll never know why that's their type uh-huh and i make it my personal mission to go around and make me every baby's type right but i never thought on people's couch i don't know i just never thought anyone was paying attention like yeah, that I or think watching so. like yeah yeah, no, I didn't either. I thought we would, you know, I thought we were entertaining and funny and there were whatever, but I didn't think anyone was watching that and going like, God, I think I'm gay. I think she might, Christy uh, Coke might be the first to tell us that there's kind of like a coming out story there. We've had right. people say their moms and daughters bonded and, right. and families had it. Yes. But never, um, I don't think anyone's ever said that I've come out. Yeah. I always hoped that people would watch us and go, damn, that's a big old ledge right there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, or, I mean, you I think they I did mean? that. <laughs> I don't think they could help that. Or whatever. And you, as we know, people thought I was a man or whatever. And yeah. we were to a people whatever they wanted us to be. And that's that's good, too. Even with everyone, Emerson, Scott and Blake or the Zenos or whoever, yeah, that too. you're living your truth and you're not apologizing. Yes, and right. I always loved that um, the Zenos had, you know, they had their son and and oh, in any God. sort of world, he might be considered dorky for sitting there with his parents. Yeah. He was so millennial and yep. so cute yep. and so like and just like he was fucking never apologizing for never. like what made him happy or who he uh -huh. was. And that was inspiring to us. Yeah. Just seeing this kid be like, if I had to sit there and my mom, no offense, you know, I love you. <laughs> but if I had to be on a TV show with my mom and dad, I don't even think. I mean, I was on a TV show with my mom and dad. And well, oh, mom, the, wasn't and, dad embarrassing? They, and they also had such good senses of humor, though, too. Oh, it was also which was great to see. Like they would they would bust his balls so bad. Yeah, it was, it was the like, best oh, chemistry with God, them. the best. And that was I never thought we were like they were because they were I definitely found them inspiring like yeah. oh yeah they're they're not no one no one's apologizing Emerson Scott and Blake didn't no. apologize no you know so no. that whole show didn't apologize and that's why we got motherfucking canceled <laughs> <laughs>
inverted. I mean, well, what is a yield curve? Oh, you ask? Well, <laughs> in finance, a yield curve represents the amount of money made based on how long term an investment is. Normally, long-term bonds pay out more than short-term bonds because investors demand to be paid more if they agree to tie up their money for a long time. So long-term bonds are considered a safe and conservative investment. But on Wednesday, the bond yield curve became inverted, meaning that investing in short-term bonds was yielding higher returns than investing in long-term bonds. Now, that's (sighs) insane because what it does is... And I mean, the stock market and just I'm certain to, L.A. certainly is filled with day traders, mm-hmm. day trader douchebags. Okay. And what happens when you're a day trader is when a long term bond becomes less exciting, like you can make money on a short term bond. Of course, you're going to switch your money over. Right. And you're going to make your money back quicker. It's just. So this freaked everyone the fuck out Mm -hmm. because it hasn't happened in over a decade. And apparently an inverted yield curve has preceded every recession in modern history. Now, last time it happened was 2007. That's right before I met you, Mamiao. And I quite remember so clearly how all of my money evaporated into the air. It was like the richest year (laughs) I'd ever had my entire life to this day. And then... The poorest. Mm. It was like the richest followed by the poorest. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And and that is a mind fuck. Because right. you don't even understand how to like. It's like when I took diet pills in college and then like I ran out and then I stood in the um, pantry while I was babysitting and ate an entire box of Snackwell cookies. <laughs> it was like I could not stop the thing. I just couldn't stop. I couldn't. I didn't even understand what I was doing. I was eating secret eating in the pantry at like mm-hmm. eight o'clock and that's what it was like it's like so much money i'm over tipping i'm being a douche i'm paying for every meal for everyone and then i have no money and i can't stop spending like that right it's fucking crazy yeah oh i completely yeah i'm even ha- even when you have a m- medium <laughs> amount of money then you can't stop spending money like yeah. that it's, it's so fucked yeah. up it's a strange strange momentum so this inverted yield curve, the last time it happened was 2007 and there was a huge recession. And now it happened again. That means we're all thinking there's going to be a huge recession. So all the people, again, who are really rich or really paying attention, grabbed their money and made their way toward the nearest shoebox <laughs> under the least conspicuous mattress. And then the fucking stock market fell. Okay. And it continued falling until it had fallen 800 points. Now, Admittedly, we here at Dumb Gay Politics don't know jack shit about stocks, <laughs> but you don't have to be the wolf of Wall Street to know that 800 points is a big fucking deal. And when I told you, Meow Meow, you were like, whoa. Yeah, that is. A, I, I mean, I, I hate know, to say, I mean, but I even know, you knew. Even I knew. <laughs> and I don't have. Listen, I don't have no, a pot to not, just pit bond in. I don't have a shit. Nothing. We happily and braggily don't fuck with the stock market bitch no, don't we, fu- no we don't we don't fucks with it i don't even fuck with a savings account bitch <laughs> okay we certainly, yeah. don't worry about it uh, what don't does that return worry me? about it they're like you made one penny <laughs> yeah i mean congratulations i still have my bat mitzvah ira and it's made fifteen hundred dollars 
in 30 72 years. 72 years. <laughs> so. Well, you knew that the stock market falling 800 points, you were, you knew you were like, oh my God. I, I even, I know that's fucked up and I don't understand any of this. I don't. This is where I am dumb because I don't understand numbers and money and this is where my Jewishness really has not failed. Has really yeah. failed. This is where I go. We should have gotten we Phyllis need to on get the phone. Rid of you. Yeah, <laughs> we should like, have gotten Phyllis on the phone for this. Seriously, because I'm why sure. Why didn't th- we? I don't know. We could have gotten your cousin. We tried to call up your cousin about getting us a patent. Oh, they would we know for him. sure. Yeah, fucking Seth. That one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Seth would know, <laughs> but not any of the and any of the unless you're Phyllis or Leon. I'll tell you the other Goldmans. They don't know. Well, Seth's Leslie a Goldman. Adam, they don't know. Yeah. yeah, he's a Goldman. Yeah. Yeah. The inverted bond. I keep thinking the word inverted and all I can think about is an inverted penis. The inverted bond problem isn't the only signal that we're headed toward a recession shitstorm. There are a few other telltale signs on the finance Doppler radar that are showing some very shitty times ahead for the U.S. economy. So if you look over here, <laughs> grab your shitproof parka and some scissors because it's time to start clipping coupons and cutting corners. That was your weather man yeah, voice. Right up here over on the north, <laughs> this is where the money's going directly to Trump. Over here in the south, this is where uh, Steve Mnuchin is going to be taking all your money. Jewish. So you will... Also not be receiving any more money over here in the middle. Mitch McConnell and the other repubs, including but not limited to uh, Dana Ortiz, <laughs> Paul Ryan, <laughs> Frederick Burnside, <laughs> and of course the entire. And you know what? The Clinton, the entire, not just the Republicans, but the the, the Democrats too. The Clintons are also going to be keeping and spending all of your money. So make sure to pack some underwear, keep it in a bag because you will be evicted soon and you will be living in a car or at the local YMCA. And that is your weather for today. That's the shitstorm weather forecaster. Mm-hmm. That's your shitstorm weather fo- forecaster character, Mimia. The shitstorm weather forecaster is going to be <laughs> welcome. Welcome, everybody. Uh, am. You can visualize me if you we want to. We got a to. cold front coming in a warm front. Hey, we got a no money front coming on the back, <laughs> and we got a no money coming front coming from the front. Okay? So take a, a quarter. A lot of spending, which means no goods. A lot of spending, which means, which means uh, all taxes, all taxes, which means all tariffs, and all tariffs meets taxes meets no spending which means that you are fucked but don't cancel your patreon pledges just (laughs) yet guys history has shown that reduced consumer spending could actually accelerate the coming of a recession and just so you know normally in a recession nor the things that people don't want to give up and don't give up are their cable subscriptions mm. their oh, patreon right the, you want to stay in you want to have your co- creature comfort right. you want to have the things you enjoy usually people stop doing they stop going out to expensive dinners mm. they stop doing shitty pointless online shopping mm-hmm. you don't need that fucking tchotchke that you're going to order from amazon that's going to break in two days you don't need the most expensive La Mer Cremes, Johnny, Johnny McGovern, paging Johnny McGovern, paging Tammy, principal, principal Tammy. Johnny, you don't need the most expensive La Mer. Get the, the ripoff La Mer, get the resell La Mer, get the used La Mer. Everybody just has to start offering it up and buying the offer up and that's what it is don't cancel your patreon so trump president trump wants you to know (laughs) Mm -hmm. that there is no recession we are in fact killing it and there's nothing for anyone to worry about okay you guys he literally thinks that the polls 
and the economists that are that have indicated that a recession is coming. Mm-hmm. He thinks they're rigged and fake. <laughs> he he thinks that that the Democrats are trying and he thinks that the media period is trying to take away the one thing he has to throw on the table for his election, which is bam economy. So he <laughs> he thinks everyone is lying about the polls and the everything so that they mm-hmm. can take away the one thing he can do in the election. Right. Basically, he's he's just calling bullshit on the whole thing. I don't see a recession. I mean, the world is in a recession right now. I don't think we're having a recession. We're doing tremendously well. Our consumers are rich. I gave a tremendous tax cut and they're loaded up with money. To who? They're buying. I saw the Walmart numbers. They were through the roof just two days ago. Uh, that's better than any poll. That's better than any economist. The consumers are loaded up with money. I have so much money to spend i i don't know what to do with it i love that the walmart numbers are what's indicating that consumers are rich here's a little news flash for everyone in no shade no tea we certainly buy a five dollar candle at walmart like our shit don't stink and we do it constantly if consumers are rich i'm pretty sure walmart's the last place they pop into <laughs> exactly exactly walmart is a last ditch effort for anyone Everyone feels shame when they step foot. They know they're in factory farming, Mm -hmm. children, child labor Mm -hmm. in freaking Vietnam. You know, it's the dregs of the dregs of the dregs. The wall family can fucking go die in a fiery death. They are the worst. That's where you go. Fuck. I guess I got to go to Walmart. Oh, and you feel horrible. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Why don't you go see who's shopping at Barney's and exactly. and even Macy's? How are Macy's yeah, numbers? How's Bloomingdale's doing? Bloomingdale's. That's a good one because Bloomingdale's is above Macy's. Let's More go scale. see how Bloomingdale's <laughs> is doing. Bloomingdale's is where went, I know I because I will go to Macy's and go, God, why can't Bloomingdale's be my Macy's? Right. So, OK, let's go see what's going on at Bloomingdale's. Then tell me how exactly. the economy is doing. Or you're checking Walmart. People are at Walmart are horrified right. about being there. So he basically thinks he's denying it, denying it, denying it. The polls are rigged. The economists are lying. Everyone's trying to ruin his, you know, 2020 campaign. Now he can think what he wants, but there is some actual shit happening that is seriously fucking with our economy and proving day in and day out that it isn't booming. And the most important one is Trump's trade war with China. They will spin that till the end of time. Like, there's nothing they're paying. Listen, it's not affecting anything. Okay. It's been going on, ma'am. Now, we, you and I had a job, another job. (laughs) And it's been going on the entire year, this trade war. It's he raises tariffs, they retaliate, he makes tariffs on air conditioners, Mm -hmm. they make tariffs on fucking pork. Mm -hmm. And it's going back and forth, and they get. He says he's going to make tariffs by June 1st, and then they push it, push it. It's everyone's delaying. It's this big game with China. I think the funny thing is that it's particularly with Beijing. Those of you out there who might think Hong Kong is a part of China, they're actually not. They're their own thing. Mm-hmm. Beijing is the asshole of the entire world. It is hell. It's uh-huh. the mouth of fucking yes. hell. Yes. They can Fuck off. We despise them. How dare. And I understand, like, literally just from Miami and I sleeping in the goddamn Beijing airport, <laughs> why Trump 
This is the one part where I come down and I understand why Trump's like, fuck you. We're not fucking making a deal with you because the minute you've been there, there's no deals to be made. There's well, no they're deals giving to be made. you. They are definitely giving a um, communist feeling. They took uh, my fucking oh, please. anchor charger yeah. for my cell phone. They have put so much malware into this country. I know this podcast is very remedial, but there were other jobs we've done where we actually had to research. And the level of malware that they put into this country, like they sell cell phone parts right. individually into America, and they're all this malware. And the thing is, is that we're using like their ability to like spy on us as a bargaining chip for the tariffs. Like, right. okay. Well, let's just sell your fucking shady malware if you buy some Boeing jet parts. And it's so irritating. Like, I can't take. So, number one, the farmers. Everyone's the farmers, the farmers, the farmers, the farmers. That's the whole rhetoric you're going to hear. I'm going to say it here and now. And I am buzzed. And I'm sure you guys can tell. But fuck the fucking farmers. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't give a fucking fuck if your dad, your mom, or you is an American farmer. China is the number one importer of our pork. If you're a factory farmer of pork, you can go fuck off, okay? I'm sorry China doesn't want to buy your GMO-fed fucking abused pork. Sorry, Trump put a fucking tariff on their fucking cell phone on on Apple products that fucking Apple is making in China. Mm-hmm. And they're mad that whatever his dumb name is, who's the head of Apple, he has a meeting with Trump and he's like, listen, man, when you put tariffs on the shit coming from China, you're screwing Apple because Apple makes all their phones in China and Samsung makes all their phones in South Korea. So Samsung is able to sell their phones cheaper here. And Trump's like, "Mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and he doesn't want to be on the outs (laughs) with Apple. I'm like, fuck you. Get the fuck out of my fucking face. China has, we were there. We live there. They have a full Google. They have a full WhatsApp. They have a full Facebook. They have a full Twitter. They have a full everything that has nothing to do with this country. Do you think their app developers are sitting there like, wow, what will we do if China Facebook can't be in America? They don't care. (laughs) They don't care. It's just Chinese. And only Chinese people use it. And they take their Chinese money and they go, ah, this is enough money for me. Mm -hmm. I don't need American money, German money, Italian money, English money. I'm fine with just Chinese money for my Chinese social media. Right. But yet Apple needs to take their manufacturing, make every freaking cell phone on the backs of a underpaid abused Chinese person and then is mad they have to come back here with a tariff. I'm like, the last time I checked, your fucking phones are a thousand dollars. Yeah. What is it gonna cost me? Two hundred more? I already can't <laughs> afford your phone. I'm using a six S. A six S, okay, right. from 2016. So I think it's fucking annoying. I think it's I am so irate over this Chinese trade. I know there's people listening who are smart, like there's so many people listening like Max R and people who are smart, but I'm telling you, I don't give a fuck if you're in farming factory farming. You are. If you're in farming and you're not making organic shit, you are making Monsanto soybeans. The number one export from America to China is pork, soybeans and corn. What are the top two GMO things? Meow meow corn and uh, soybeans. soybeans. Correct. Also, 
if you're GMO, you are Monsanto. I'm sorry, your family farm. You aren't a family farm. You're controlled by Monsanto. And you're selling soybeans to fucking China. And now you have so they have so much crop left over because their crops don't die. It's not like you're sitting up in fucking Napa Valley like, will my grape farm succeed? <laughs> How will my cab turn out this season? No. Their soybeans can survive a frost, a fucking fire ant infestation, every fucking type of parasite. It's not real food. It's genetically modified seeds that will withstand anything. And God forbid your fucking soybean seed fly onto a neighbor's farm who didn't pay for that. They oh, will they sue you and yeah. shut down your fucking farm. And that is a family farm. So I don't care. You you were importing to China and you were making your whole livelihood by importing to China and you can't do that anymore. Cry me a river at a TV show. It's fucking canceled. Go figure <laughs> out something else to do. Girl. I'm livid about it. it. I'm like livid. It. And I know I'm wrong and I know people are going to say. You know, why do you know that you're wrong? And you know what we should have? <laughs> if anybody has uh, the other side of the debate, please let us know. Send us an email. You could do it through julianbrandy.com. We are always open to learning. And I know that I don't I don't know shit about this. So I think it's annoying I that think- CNN wants to be like the farmers, the farmers, the farmers. But the farmers, the majority of the farmers are controlled by Monsanto. We're not going to. Act like Monsanto is a victim of Trump. I'm not going to do it. The whole entire trade relationship we have with China has got to change. I'm sorry if your business and your livelihood and your family business, you have to change it. Go look at every coal miner in the eye. Go look at every fucking person that worked in an an automobile factory in the eye. Go look at every person that was on a TV show in the eye. There's (laughs) plenty of people whose whole people worked at pet.com and every dot com that died. People work in industries that go boom and die. Your industry needs to fucking go. It's it's toxic to this fucking country, period. And we're not going to let it keep going because you're making money to China. The oil industry wouldn't even be what it was if it wasn't for China. If we were supplying only oil to America, Americans are looking for oil alternatives. We're looking for green energy for our cars and everything else. Who's buying the oil, Meow Meow? China. Yes, they are the number one exporter or importer of our export mm-hmm. of oil. It's fracking, it's oil, it's the whole thing. And when we have a trade war with them and they're like, fuck you, we're not importing your shit. And all the oil people are like, what are we going to do? Everyone in West Texas. And it's like, sorry. Right. Sorry, not sorry. And I'm really not sorry. I'm really not. I, I don't care. I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I like it. I'm with you. Get ready I for think, people to get mad. Well, fine. Get <laughs> mad. Get mad. And factory farming is the number one um Cause of Source greenhouse of co- gas emissions. That's right. If, so, you're, if you're a factory farm that's that has chickens and you're doing, here's my dozen eggs, you're doing organic anything, you're not, you are, I believe, you aren't hurt by a China trade right. war because you're selling domestically. That's correct. And you're actually doing good. You're doing okay. Your problem is that Monsanto's coming down on you. Yes. They're threatening you. They're right. ruining your farm. They're right. saying you took their seeds. Right. Now, they have a lot of... They have a lot of problems getting shaken down, but their problem isn't a trade war with China. If right. your problem is a trade war with China, you got to rethink what you're doing because there's enough Americans that you can sell to make your bottom line smaller. Smaller. That's right. Mm, I love it. I love it. Sorry we can't eat so much meat. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't. just can't. Sorry your cell phone's going to be more expensive. We should all get off our cell phones. If you have to go buy a razor, 
or a used iPhone, you know what? that's what of, you have to do. I'm kind of into having a razor a razor again. If, Why not? And they and Apple's bottom line should suffer. Apple should make their Apple should make all of their products in America. Yeah. They should sell to Americans and make it in America. And if they want to export because people want Apple so bad because they're clout chasing in fucking wherever in goddamn Vietnam. And they're like, I need that iPhone, honey. And it's like, OK, well, it was made in America. It was invented in America and it was made here. And this is how much it costs. And if you're importing, I pay more to drink Corona Light. Right. It's an import well, and listen, I pay more. And you can buy anything online. And when we were in China, we saw American beer. What do we do? We drank Chinese beer. When we were mm-hmm. in Japan, we drank Japanese beer mm-hmm. because American import beer was too expensive. That's what you just do. Yep. It's the way it goes. Lower your bottom line. You don't need every dollar from every person in the entire world. Right. There is a point where enough money is enough money. Mm. Um, now it's time for Judge. That was Br- Judge Brandy. And now it's time for Judge Julie. <laughs> All right. Bang, bang, my gavel. <laughs> Bang, bang, my gravel. Good morning, everyone in the courtroom. <laughs> Is it morning? I don't know. Good night to everyone in the courtroom. <laughs> or late tonight. Late in the courtroom tonight. Thanks for coming out tonight, everybody. How are you? Is that your partner? <laughs> okay. Oh, Bailiff Brandy. Hello. How are you? I'm in a weird mood tonight. So am I. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Bailiff Brandy, I know you had a very hard time bringing... Um, our defendant into the courtroom today, this joker. Did I have, I had a hard time dragging him in. I know you did, but I'm glad. That <laughs> Why you did, did I? You did because, because he's so high and mighty. Oh, you know what I mean? That's why you couldn't he's, get him to, he couldn't get put I his feet on the ground. Couldn't get him on my level. No, he's Mm-mm. definitely not on. He no. pretends to be on your level, but he's not. So I very, uh, I appreciate your bailiff Brandy, your considerate and very forceful ways. You're getting a raise. <laughs> Good. Welcome, everyone. Today, we have a difficult case in some ways. Our courtroom is pretty cut and dry normally, since everyone that comes in here is guilty <laughs> of something. I mean, you could argue if, uh, you know, I allowed arguments or lawyers in here that were just had something that they could just sort of defend. <laughs> um, but I don't let them do that. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, because no. everyone in here is guilty in some way. <laughs> So really all should be, I mean, and at the end of the day, we should all be paying our dues and serving our time and going up river and sitting at the joint and all that jazz. But what we should all be going to jail or just whatever, (laughs) metaphorically, if you like, I see most of us are guilty of being assholes and generally um, our our, like cross to bear. Yeah. Our bag of rocks to carry. I get it. Our waves and ripples hit. You're right. Sometimes no more than a few people. And hopefully we can atone with those people and ourselves and get the rehabilitation necessary to learn the life lessons we need to grow and change and hope in Obama and Marianne Williamson and take the punches, eat the shit and move on. She's lucky she's in the same sentence with Obama. Yeah. Well, not the defendant today. This arrogant douche nozzle. (laughs) Today, our defendant and instantly guilty fuckface is Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer, 
You stand here to face the charges in our courtroom, the biggest charge of being an arrogant, tone-deaf, full-deaf, self-serving, money-wasting, billionaire, asshole of the highest order. I was definitely going to put waste of time in there. Waste of time. Just wasting our time. Wasting, honey. (laughs) Now, the reason this is hard is because Tom Steyer, we all know you actually have some good intentions, okay? So, yeah, in 2012, you retired from making more money than God in your hedge fund, which right there, we all know you should be convicted just for that. Hedge fund guys are the lowest, lowest. of the low. With all due, um, the mooch. The, that's With right. all due. That's right. The selfish of the selfish. And God only knows what dirty antics got you that money. What grifter, lying, dirty ways that shit came to you. And I can't wait till some investigative journalist finds it all out because I know it is there. I know it is. They took... Some elderly woman's three thousand dollars. It was all she had to her name, and put it on top of the pile of billion bazillions <laughs> exactly. from Ashton Kutcher. That's right. Okay, Tom and Mamma, did you explain who Tom Steyer is, or are you going to for the people who don't know who Tom Steyer is? I think I am going to explain who he is. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, for the people who don't know who Tom Steyer is. Hold on to your hats because she's going to tell you and then you'll go, oh, that guy. Well, just quickly, just because I'm not I can't remember anything at this moment. Tom Steyer is running for president currently, and he's the guy that you've seen on television all the time running commercials against Donald Trump. And he got and he's a billionaire and he had a head billionaire, Tom Steyer, billionaire. Tom And he's been running commercials since before anyone had officially run. He hasn't been in any of the debates. He's that soft spoken fucking bug nut who's got yep. campaign ads yep. to impeach Trump. His ads were to impeach Trump. That's right. The before he started running for president, the only the the ads that he had were to impeach Trump and that's pretty much all he was doing. And we've asked people we trust, people like my gay husband Richard mm-hmm. who are um very smart and that we, you know, that we and we've said, "What do you think of him?" and it's always just like, "Yeah, you know, I don't know. We you see someone on TV that's paying for a commercial to impeach Trump and you're not bothered by it. It's a certain personality like meow meow who goes, this guy's fucking annoying. What does he want with everyone? (laughs) And so she got to the bottom and I want you guys to know because I know you think, oh, good. This man has just spent approximately four million dollars on one airing of one commercial during MSNBC to say, hey, I'm billionaire Tom Steyer, and I want to impeach Trump. And it's old Meow Meow sitting up in her house like, this motherfucker is a fucking piece of shit. And you know what? She got to the bottom of it, and she pulled his ass in court. That's right. That's right. I became a judge so I could put him in court and convict this motherfucker. Now, um... Because you know what? Here's the deal. No one walks around with a colorful belt and jeans and acts like every man coming out of his ranch unless they've got some bodies in the horse shed. You fucking retired because you wanted to make a difference. And for that, we applaud you. Not really. Because here's the thing. Making a difference is great. You started. But but here's what he did. He started a super PAC called Next Gen or as you'd like to call it, a climate change initiative organi- organization. So, okay, 
That's good. Nothing wrong with that. You're passionate about climate change. You've tried to use your money in ways that could be considered good. You are one of the largest donors to the Democratic Party, literally. Some people are speculating you're literally bankrolling the DNC at this point. Wow. Had you just stuck to that lane, you smug cock, then maybe <laughs> we wouldn't be sitting here. Basically, you're the opposite of the Koch brothers. You use your money to influence or legislation. The same. The same, just the opposite side of the yeah, coin. Same coin. Right. You use your money to influence legislation, political campaigns, and you are trying to buy your way into politics. We and don't no, like that. No, we don't like that. No, no, we don't. We don't get mad at Republicans for doing it and then excuse Democrats for no, doing it. No, I think it's disgusting. Yeah. And though you desire, your desire is good, like for climate change, the difference between you and the Koch brothers is that you stay under the bridge where rich trolls should stay. In the last election in 2016, you spent one hundred million dollars basically attacking donald trump and giving the democratic party and using next gen which also i gotta give credit where credit is due to try and educate people and make climate change legislation however in the last election failed yes in the last election he spent 100 million 100 million dollars in 2016 and that wasn't enough 2016 on ads attacking donald trump and with his super PAC. The how, super PAC tried to make I know, to make um, climate change legislation, but it didn't work. So what you did do was blow a hundred million dollars on ads. <laughs> exactly. And now you're why were you spend- supporting Hillary Clinton? Maybe you should have done ads making Hillary Clinton look good. It, I, I can't even the level. This is the level that <laughs> you were going on it's about Mount Santo is how I feel about it's Tom Steyer. And now you're going to spend another hundred million on your own campaign to run for president but you waited and you waited because you're such an entitled fucking twat that you waited for two debate cycles to go by you didn't enter the race when everyone else did (laughs) you waited and you waited and in that time you've spent millions and millions of dollars on ads where all you're doing is talking about impeaching donald trump and aggrandizing your pasty fake ass and because you waited and waited and thought you could buy your way in you found out that's not how it works. And you need to show that you can raise $130,000 in campaign money. So now what are you doing? Asking regular people for a dollar yep. each so you can run. So now you want us to pay for your rich ass to get into the race while all you've done is talk about how you're paying for your own campaign. You are such a fucking loser. I fucking can't stand you, Tom Steyer. Can I just say something? Yes. He spent $100 million while Jared Creepola Kushner pays few million dollars to Cambridge Analytica to lurk on Facebook. This guy pays $100 million in TV ads that like nothing fall into the trash and the toilet right they don't make a difference at all and all you had to do was spend your money wisely but you're so fucking myopic and stubborn and olden days and tragic that you're missing the wave of people controlling the universe and you think because you're rich and because you what you had a fucking ranch with steeds that you branded (laughs) or you or you struck oil on your ranch tom that you understand what makes the world go round. Money doesn't just make the world go round. It's this technology and this whole thing. There's a whole 
Illuminati happening, Tom, mm-hmm. and you're not in it. And Beyonce and Jay-Z are laughing, Tom. Tom Steyer, stand up, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you're a white, entitled billionaire, and I don't care how many 90s jeans and open collars and cloth belts you own. You are not fooling me, my man. I see you. I see you. All you care about is getting your face on TV. All you care about is your personal power, your personal gain, and it's clear. You're a farce and a liar, and the amount of money you're wasting on yourself and your ads makes me want to vomit. In fact, hold on. (laughs) 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 Mighty sees you. I threw up in this bucket I keep under my bench. You've spent several hundred million dollars on ads. Ads for whatever. Climate change, impeaching Donald Trump, and now ads touting why you should be president. You! You never thought, hey, maybe I'll humble myself and run for city council because that's what that's how much I care or the district I live in. Or maybe I'll go work with a clean power company and come up with a bulletproof and I mean bulletproof proposal for clean energy and how we can pay for it. Or better yet, I'll pay for it. Tom Steyer, billionaire. Or get with Al Gore and focus only on climate change. Pick one thing and fix it. Fix it with all of your money. But no, you have to gobble up everyone's attention because it's all you want is attention. You're an attention-seeking, gaping narcissist. You're the exact other side of Donald Trump, and you make me sick. Your name should be Tom Trump. You could, be doing, you could be doing so much good. Look at Bill Gates. He and his wife give hundreds of millions building schools and no one ever fucking hears about it because believe it or not, they're not dying to be watched sucking the world's dick, what you about that fucking guy? asshole. Well, he gave one graduating class all their student loans. Yep. Take one city and fix their schools. You don't have to do the whole entire country. Take one group of people and change their lives. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ugh. Do one thing with all your money. You have the power to do it. I am so mad at you. I don't even hate you. I'm just so pissed and disgusted by you i'm disappointed in you i want to kick your ass in an alley then have sylvester stallone come and teach you how to be a man but only from rocky because he's gross like trump but in rocky he's everything and in creed oh god i love him so much you're not even a man you're just a walking attention vacuum you are charged with fragrantly throwing what could be all of our money down the toilet and up your ass you, the, you are charged with being a selfish, narcissistic, self-aggrandizing, pretend do-gooder who is just in it for himself. So here's your sentence. <laughs> Fix something, you fucking prick. You're passionate about climate change? Good. Go work on it with all your money. You are not allowed to run for president. And if I see your face on TV one more time with an ad for yourself or even impeaching Donald Trump, which is the dumbest fucking thing i have ever seen i should do an ad for that asshole on twitter who came for me and spent all my money and say fuck that selfish righteous knob impeach them off twitter who cares cut the shit they're a loser cancel them no (laughs) it's it's a it's futile and it's a waste you want to change legislation come with a fucking plan that works stop talking about the problem and fix it You have the money to do it. Everyone talks about the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem. We can't do this. We can't do that. Well, you have so much money that you can actually fix the problem. One problem. I want to steal your money so badly. And I want to slap you with it. I want him to do the freedom dividend on behalf of Andrew Yang, but like just to us and you, everyone that listens to the podcast, we get a thousand dollars a month for the rest of our lives via Tom Steyer because of judge (laughs) Julie's rant. And it's only like 14 people. We, he could pay us a thousand dollars a month for the rest of our lives and we'd be great. And he would never even feel it. If you spend any money outside of trying to fix an actual problem, the money will be liquidated into people who need it. Open a school. I know you give money fix to your... Fix the 
fucking homeless problem in LA, you dick. Yeah, I know people you don't did. have homes. No, no, no homes. He has a hundred million dollars on ads. He could have bought, probably bought every homeless person here. He could have built a building and had them live in a homeless building. You know what I mean? He could have salt maybe solved part of the homeless problem in LA. Literally, uh, oh, open a man, school. Man. I know you give money to your alma mater so they can do research. Which is what? It's like Yale and <laughs> Harvard. Cock balls. So fine. Keep doing that. But other than actual physical problems. You know problems, who needs money? Yale yeah. and cock balls. <laughs> That's who really needs money. The halls of cock balls. They really need that money. I, I get that it's because he sends it to like their research sense part and that fine do research get a cure for aids good for you you can keep doing that but other than actual physical problems that need money to fix that money can go into a fund or grants for people to pay their mortgages send kids to school how about open an organic humane farm how about tackle factory farming how about fight monsanto how about come up with a seed that isn't gmo how about pour some money into the soybean farmers who are losing their farms because of trump's tariffs how about give incentives to companies to manufacture shit here in america how about fight sex trafficking? How about give money to Planned Parenthood? How about fund every homeless shelter in America? How about build some homeless shelters? How about educate homeless people? How about make schools for people who don't have any opportunity? How about fund every animal shelter in the United States? You love to pretend you work on a ranch? How about work on one? How about educate coal miners on how to prepare for renewable energy? How about learn Spanish? How about do anything that isn't spending money on an ad for you? You will not run for president. You will only use your money to fix actual problems. If we see one more ad, Bailiff Brandy is going to come kick your ass, and trust me, she will do it. And in conclusion, I want you to take this bucket of vomit and look at it, because that is you. And until you change and start actually doing something besides spending money on yourself and influence, you will wear this bucket as a reminder of who you are, a bucket of lesbian throw up. (laughs) Now get the fuck out of my courtroom and fix something. (laughs) Court is adjourned. Now it's time for So There's That. Okay, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find something positive that's happening amongst all the shitty-ass shit that goes on every single minute in this world. She hates doing it because yelling about entitled billionaires trying to be president is much easier, (laughs) but she's done it every single week for two and a half fucking years now, and the beat goes on. You know, the it's the world, what is the song? It's all been turned and since remember when um, oh, we didn't Renee start said, the yeah, fire, <laughs> it's but it's always turned and since the world's been. I love when he's like, and now I'll just change the words to the. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. Um, so, all right, meow meow. Tell us what is your so there's that moment for this week. I mean, you've outdone yourself already. It's been <laughs> ranting and raving by both of us. We've definitely had a ranty, a ranty sesh. Um, well, here's a feel good, whatever. Okay. Prove it. You know, you and, <laughs> um, 2020, uh, <laughs> campaign yeah. is, uh, underway. We've seen a lot of the, um, nominees or whatever, the candidates, the nominees, the candidates, <laughs> the nominees are the nominees are really and the, the nominees are, well, you know, um, the last debate, I wasn't really feeling Julian Castro. Julian. Yes. And okay. just in general, I just not for president. I mean, I don't not dislike him. I just wasn't feeling him as whatever. However, 
this motherfucker, this motherfucker. <laughs> Mighty's looking like you're talking about her. This motherfucker, Mighty. <laughs> now he has come. Now I'm not saying I would vote for him for president, but God damn it, he has really won my the cockles of my heart. Okay. So um, he is proposing an ambitious animal welfare plan. Um. So it's called PAW, Protecting Animals and Wildlife. It's the only comprehensive and detailed animal welfare plan released by any of the presidential candidates. Uh Uh-oh. By any. It's a dog whistle call to the lesbos. (laughs) And yeah, and I heard it. I was like, what? Every lesbian's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Is it Julian Castro? That's look at Mighty heard it. (laughs) She hears it. Lesbians hear the dog oh, whistle. The dog whistle, <laughs> and I did hear. I was like, "Wait, do you hear? Wait, what? What?" Uh, Castro's plan or Julian's plan Julian. offers several strategies and proposals that would it's work. Julian and ed- Julia, <laughs> yeah, Julia the, Goldman. One of the things he wants to do, and I know that this is bullshit, pandering, but pandering. Dorky. I know that it's pandering. Not important, but it still pulls the heartstrings and the polyps of the heart. Wait, what'd you call it? Colics of the, the heart? The, the cockles of cockles. my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I feel like even if you are a as a presidential uh, candidate to see, even talk about animals, That's I think is pretty, pretty good. good. But you know George Bush like loves animals. Too. But they you can didn't tell. talk about it. I know, but you can tell. And but you're right. One of the th- what so he wants to stop euthanasia, euthanasia, basically killing animals in shelters, which is part of the proposal that they he's going to he's coming up with a plan to keep them alive and to keep them sheltered. Um, Where are we supposed to put all the animals? I don't know. <laughs> I, who, I don't <laughs> Fucking know. Julian. Come on, brah. 40 million in federal funding for a local animal communities grant program, which would help defray the cost of vaccinating, spaying and neutering animals. The money would also go toward programs that promote animal adoption. Can you just see Mitch McConnell like, bitch, I can't give <laughs> the military fucking gloves because I got to keep every animal alive. He's I gonna don't care. Go insane. I'm good. The plan says that. Um, also, in his plan, it makes it easier for people who have pets when they try and rent apartments. And I can tell you personally, oh. this was a fucking living hell trying to get an apartment with a pet. Yeah, that's like extortion. It's like living, breathing, legal extortion. Oh, my God. Find a place to live with a pet. Time to extort all oh, your savings, please. bitch. So that's part of it. And he also wants to... Uh, it's animal rights. It's animal rights. It's animal rights like across the board. With it also making animal cruelty a federal crime. I'm into that. So that's like um, any time like when sport, that you when know. that girl threw the thing of puppies. That's in right. Palm Springs. See at you Coachella. never. See you later. See a spending life in jail. And then dog fighting like Michael Vick. Dog fighting is already a crime, but that it would be. A fa- I mean, to make it. Yeah. Michael Vick would still be in prison. If you're living in I a house with 40 fucking cats and you're hoarding, right. you get in trouble for that. That's uh, yes. illegal. You have living things. Right. You're torturing living things. You can't do that. So it's only if you're you the government in the name of science making um, animal testing for cosmetics 100 percent illegal. Wow. That's amazing. across the board. That's amazing. Um, more than I mean, it's every single thing you want to hear as a, for, for certainly for me. You can't. It's, he's got something in there called the Big Cat Public Safety Act, this is which crazy. is crazy. Is his you campaign manager a lesbian? I don't know, but it, I'm like. <laughs> Oh my God! He almost fucking had has me voting for him. Uh, it's it's 
every single thing with except for he's not dealing with hunting, which that's fine. And I wish that rodeos and circuses were in here because good night wig on the rodeo. However, that's kind of fucked up. You're not going to put in. I think rodeos need to be eradicated. Um, Well, they basically be in this bill. Exactly. So he says this. This is on his site. Um, Animals are an important part of our lives. Families, communities, and (laughs) the planet we share. smiling and smirking because she knows it's super dorky. From our most loyal companions at home to the most majestic creatures in the wild. Animals make our lives healthier and happier. There's a special bond between people and animals. They comfort us when we're in need, help us heal when we're sick, calm our anxiety when we're stressed, and bring us joy in moments of despair. My animals are annoying. I'm holding one now. They definitely bring me a lot of anxiety. Yeah, they bug. They bug on. He should say they bug on, but we still need to take care of them like yeah, our kids exactly like children they're, they're buggers so of the hi- annoying <laughs> exactly they're buggers <laughs> of the highest order but we need to protect them yeah animals also work also we made them just like kids when you make something you got to take care of it you don't just throw it in the garbage <laughs> animals also work alongside us during disaster relief and every day as service animals in short Nacho animals and spy- no they, they do don't nothing. do anything no our you. animals do nothing they do not they're they're no. ne'er-do-wells they're lazy they are ne'er duels. <laughs> they are complete ne'er duels. <laughs> they are completely. Um, <laughs> so anyway, it goes into this whole thing. Public policy must also confront the consequences of the climate crisis, including the threat of animal extinctions. History has demonstrated that the Endangered Species Act is an effective tool to save at-risk species. Blah, if you blah, steal blah. a fucking bald eagle, and that's in here. You're getting fucking the bald death eagle. penalty, bitch. Yeah, the bald eagle, an emblem of America's strength and grace, was preserved by measures taken through this law. As president, I will appoint an interior secretary who's not a lobbyist for oil and gas corporations, but a conservation scientist committed to cleaning up Trump's environmental disaster. I wonder if that'll disaster. be your ex, ma'am. She can go be the interior secretary for conservation science for the animals. Oh, uh, you know oh! You mean, mean my? Uh, yeah, nah, nah, that's a good uh-huh. one. Yeah, that, there's a yeah, few people I think of with degrees that could do that. She we want to just it. send some two emotional les in the scene. We want someone <laughs> with a degree, a science right. degree. She could do it. Yeah, we will create a two billion dollar national wildlife recovery fund to combat the extinction threat, protect over thirty percent of America's lands and oceans for wildlife preservation, with a fifty percent goal by twenty fifty, and crack down on hunting elephants and other endangered species by doubling the multinational species conservation fund. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. Good for He's, him. I think it's so. Yeah, I just think it's great, even if it's pandering. <clears throat> it really. I want to say just really quick that Beto O'Rourke is like saying he's not going to start in Iowa. And, you know, me and you, we have a whole fucking podcast called Hashtag Why Iowa. Like, yes. And the fact that that his team and him are thinking outside of the box and he's like, just because maybe your state doesn't decide it's that's what I appreciate about this is. It's thinking outside the box. It's not letting every other fucking campaign define your campaign. Right. And it's like thinking, maybe this doesn't move the needle, but it actually moves the needle for some people. Right. And if it matters to me, then I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to let people tell me that's dumb. That's ridiculous. It's not going to ma- matter in your campaign. And it's like, but it is going to matter if it matters to me. And that's what we we finally understand who Julian Castro is when we haven't liked him. We think he's five, eight, he's fucking argumentative. <laughs> we think he's annoying. He's smug. And this, yeah, he's smug and this matters. And it's like, I yep. appreciate like you got to have uniqueness, nerve and talent. Yes. Bitch. Yes. Be unique. Don't let yes. everyone else define you. 
No, and I, I, I gotta say this, he, this plan that they have written out here, it's, it's. I mean, every lesbian needs to be looking at this. Every woman <laughs> should be looking at this. Advance animal welfare. Um, make animal cruelty a federal crime. Strengthen animal welfare standards in factory farms. There's a whole thing about factory farming. Prohibit the testing of cosmetic products on animals. Ban unlicensed private ownership of big cats such as lions and tigers. Wow. Protect horses. Protect endangered species. Strengthen the Endangered Species Act. Establish a $2 billion National Wildlife Recovery Fund. Lead an international wildlife conservation. Like... On and on. Appoint a secretary of the interior with a strong record on conservation and environmentalism. Protect at least 30% of America's lands. And on and on. So, Julian, good for you. I am feeling this bill so hard. So, there's that. it for this episode of dumb gay politics we love you guys so much thank you for listening (laughs) please sign up for our patreon podcast if you haven't yet it won't be this ranty sometimes it is (laughs) it's a little more fun and carefree i'm gonna tell the story the next um, patreon where i'm I'm gonna tell you what happened at the doctor okay where you kicked the doctor Uh uh-huh and there was something else i can't remember but it'll be good yeah, we get intense. <clears throat> it's not as um, life affecting as this. It's not politics. You know, it's Johnny Depp's drinking problem <laughs> and things such as it's right. man Mal kicking the doctor. Yeah. So, you know, it's super easy. There are no ads. We don't talk about joining the Patreon. <laughs> you can download the Patreon app and listen through the app. You can download it free from the iTunes store or whatever the fuck phone you're on um, or and or you can get the RSS feed of our Patreon podcast and then you can put it in whatever podcast player. If you're on Spotify, if you're on CastBox, if you're on Podbean. Yeah, like I, I listen to it directly through iTunes. Right. You don't go to Patreon. You listen to Patreon on iTunes because uh-huh. you just put the RSS feed and it's easy. And if it isn't, have someone help you. I don't fucking know. It's, you know, and everyone on the Patreon they're a full family. They'll help you any question. Any Everyone's like, I can't figure this out. And everyone helps everyone. Yep. It's our 14 wonderful family. Mm-hmm. Um, just you can do $1 for <laughs> one podcast a week. It's an hour or $2 for two hour long podcast a week. Whatever fits your schedule, whatever fits your needs. And again, there's always Patreon fams to help you out. That is correct. Now, <clears throat> oh, Amazing. The fa- Now, you guys went in last week on the iTunes reviews. We soared past 1300 to 1306. 13. I can't believe we have 1306 reviews. When 14 people put their mind to it, they really can seem like a lot more than that. <laughs> they can. It's a mob. It's 14 people oh. that did 1300 <laughs> reviews that's almost a hundred <laughs> reviews each uh-huh. and these these people and when you join the patreon you will see you'll think they're crazy their patreon subscribers didn't do 100 reviews and then you'll go and join and you'll go no they did <laughs> it's sasha and Ange and richie and jason and it's 
all of our family fams that they did 92 reviews each. They did. They did. They did. They did. And I'm we're going to bug off. Right. Meow. Meow. Yeah. We are going to bug off for approximately 90 business days on the reviews because <laughs> we're over 1300. I could not be happier. That's so exciting. <laughs> so let's hear some of people kept it short. They kept it pithy. They kept it going. They kept it promoting the Patreon. People got it now. Okay. You can go scroll back to our early reviews and people are literally like, this changed my life. It helped me when my mother died. And now it's like, join the Patreon. It's funny. Good night. Here's my name. Like they don't, they're not doing anything that's, you know. Okay. So <laughs> they're like, by the seventh review, I'm doing what these bitches Here we go. Need. All right. Okay. Hey, by LP5694. Funny and smart. Love this show. Super funny and still full of really intelligent conversation. <laughs> Bringing up great points I hadn't thought of. Hey. Now that's nice. That's that generous. Nice. That's, that's that pretty is generous. very generous. Um, accessible Politics by Jen Ton. These oh, now we know Jennifer and Paris. Their sister. Yeah. Now this is Jen doing her 14th, 17th <laughs> review. Jen, love you. These smart and entertaining women make politics understandable and in the darkest of times enjoyable. There isn't one episode that I don't laugh and learn something. P.S. I highly recommend joining the Patreon. Yeah. She came in so hard. <laughs> so clutch, dude. I love her. I'm so happy she did that. Like, that's a person that listened and was like, let me just go do this for this bitch. Yeah. Play at work. So nice. <laughs> Helping us laugh through the pain. Also, by the way, these are all five stars <laughs> by our Ciampa. I love you, Julie and Brandy. I've been following these two since they're in your box office days, parentheses, find on YouTube, and they are at their comedic best on dumb gay politics, helping us all laugh through the pain of the current state of politics while also educating and looking at things through different lenses. In solidarity, Sexo Renessa. Oh, yeah. Renessa's class. Now, she has a podcast, and we're going to go do her podcast. Okay. But that's super nice. And promoting in your box office Thank going deep you. going deep going deep going old going deep the greatest hour of my week five stars by cargra <laughs> one my favorite podcast of all time and color me grateful for their additional hilarity on patreon yes <laughs> we have these people like they're fucking selling mary Kay. God you know what damn i mean it. if we could pay these if people only you know what i mean if we could be in a pyramid we need we need that amway we need that shit oh, dgp is my big salad by N.W. Super Nugget. I voraciously devour every DGP episode like a Kardashian eats a big salad. Politics makes Ooh, me a broad. We love that. I love, we love, love. We love. That's our favorite show to eat, too. Yeah, absolutely. Politics makes me a broad dime. Hmm. Broad and dime. That's that's our boy, Tim Curry. Broad dime. Oh, 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 my God. <laughs> Jesus. Mm, <laughs> that's so dime. sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's so Politics good. makes me a broad dime and dumb gay politics podcast is my candy man mm. brandy is an earth angel diligently processing the current political fodder <laughs> even when they are globetrotting and lost in distant lands julie has such a way of taking the sting out of incendiary topics while maintaining the burning embers of justice god i'm sorry is that super nugget jesus yes oh my god super nugget you have our hearts it's like getting to ride a dumpling like like <laughs> dumpling like luck dragon through the game of thrones battlefield of politics dgp will hold the door 
They present a fresh point of view in the over-masticated world of political commentary. No matter what, I always feel more informed after each episode and better equipped for political discussions out in the world. So there's that. Damn! I'm sorry, but there's Whoa! there's no way we're informing that individual of anything. That person is uh, winning at life. <laughs> Julie's staring at the TV, at the computer screen. She can't believe anyone is that sweet wow that's so nice i'm just gonna remember that i'm an earth angel right tonight when i go to sleep masticating and game of thronesing and dumpling fucking falcoring through the skies yeah and holding the door and all of it that was that now that's going on the website you listen I mean, to jennifer johnson taking this i'm gonna go to sleep knowing i took the sting out of an incendiary topic while maintaining a burning ember of justice. <laughs> mm. God, it made me feel like I did something with my life. That's a really good one. Wow. You you're get going to be an along. earth angel. I know. I said I'm keeping it. You're going along and you're going along. Oh. And, and then something like that comes along. And you're like, wow. Why is anyone like that listening to this? It's like Max R, you know? It's like people with high IQs need to. It's like we're the... We're like Doritos. Right. We're the fast food of the. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. Thank you, Super Nugget. <laughs> um, that's a really good ending. I love that. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. <laughs> but mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb and justice and Earth Angels. <laughs> Very ranty. Too ranty? No. Okay. Never. <laughs> How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dine because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty grooving. You want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you? Stay for the night. night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man 
With blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 